Okay. Okay. This has been such a crazy day. You all have no idea what we just accomplished. If Claire, I mean, uh, I could just take over the world. Like, I no. don't understand. If we had half the, if I had half the uh, motivation in my real life that I had for making our presentation for our live show, I'd be president. No. I'd be <laughs> We just made such, okay, live show June 30th, July 30th, sorry, <laughs> I don't even know what it is. Live show July 30th, Easy Lover in Brooklyn, right off um, Graham Avenue L. 7 p.m. Um, 7 p.m. It's a free show, right? Free show. Yeah. All we ask is that you, well, it's a, yeah, it was a, in order for it to be free, it has to be public, which means it is open to the public. Oh, I hope strangers roll in and are like, what, what? are these two idiots talking about? <laughs> yeah. They're going to be in a ride for their lives. No, like, I know, I know. And I'm excited. I think we're going to make new fans. No, I believe it because our slideshow is out of control. Um, yeah. Our knowledge is so giant and brilliant. And just so everybody knows, the theme of the show, and like some people might not even know this, the theme of the show is Christmas in July. Yeah. So we're going to be really diving deep into why these first ladies have to decorate the White House for Christmas, which yeah. has been going on for a really long time. So we're going to we're gonna deep dive into why this started, how it started, when it started, and what it looks like in modern day. Yeah, it's... There's it's, a pop quiz that you'll be able to participate in. There's going to be prizes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, I think, I mean, I was cracking up making the slideshow. So we had a blast. we're already yeah. entertaining ourselves, and that's really all that matters. No, literally, because, yeah. Because, a reminder, this show <laughs> is not meant... <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. <laughs> a study guide for anyone. Do Claire and I misspeak? Yes. All the time. <laughs> Do we, in our passion... Get sometimes the order of the presidents incorrect. Yes, I corrected it on our IG last week. Because remember, we said Ford. We messed up the order. We messed it's up the order. No, no, that was my fault. I know. Yeah, but we I fixed said, it. It's totally time. Do we sometimes say that Thomas Jefferson wrote the Constitution? Yes. Do we sometimes accuse these ladies of murdering their first husbands? Absolutely. 100%. And it's all in good jest. It's, it's in all jest, in good fun. Yes. It's out of love, but totally. like, yes, it's an important so reminder need... that this is just not a historical pod. Yeah, don't don't let your kids listen to this and say, "Oh, now write your book report on yeah. the presidents," because yeah. you're going to get information incorrect. Um, we misspeak. We're humans. We're just having a really good time. Yeah, we'll correct it when we catch ourselves. But you know what? I had two cups of coffee. Yeah, me too. I'm talking a mile a minute. We just made our, like, entire slideshow. We just planned a live show. show in an hour. Like, yeah. give a, I'm sick of it. Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so stressed. It's 105 degrees out. I, it's hot. You know, yeah. it's like... It's summer in New York. Summer in okay, New York. We got things to do. Claire got caught in the rain twice yesterday. I can't like, even talk about it. It was, like, so crazy. Just, like, our, our lives are crazy, okay? Yeah. Uh, Claire hasn't worked in three weeks. <laughs> I don't know. I have absolutely no purpose. I want to be really clear. I have no purpose in this world. So... I'm walking aimless, listless. Yeah, give us a break, okay? We're going to misspeak. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Stay hydrated. It's like, all Please, stay say. hydrated, stay vaccinated. I just okay. think that person's not hydrated enough. Like, they're so stressed out. <laughs> <laughs> It's fine. What episode are we on? Okay, we're on episode eight of The First Lady the show on that ended Showtime. In May. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you have to do that. been over for tw- 10 to 16 weeks. Thanks for hanging with us. We are still live streaming, updating. Yeah. Absolutely unlive. Um, <laughs> yeah, very, very live. We have three episodes left to go. I'm going to tell you straight up that we are going to be busy next two weeks. So please do not expect us to be done this recap project yeah. until 
September. Maybe next week you'll get our bonus bonus app of that <gasps> live Chiclet show. City. Yeah, Chiclet City. Mm-hmm. And then you'll get the live show, That's which right. is going to be hysterical because you're not going to see any of the... It's <laughs> an audio medium with yeah. visual things that you won't see. It's hysterical. It's going to be great. <laughs> yes, yes, um, we'll yes. email you the presentation if yeah. you... If reach you out. Reach out. Yeah. So yeah, you'll get two really great bonus yeah. stuff. Yes. And then we'll out get Out of context, unhinged, yeah. how you like us. Right. Okay. Right. Yes. But right then now... Then we'll get back into it. I know. But right now we're updating episode eight <clears throat> of The First yeah. Lady. Oh, okay. I always Let's... forget the name of these episodes. Keep talking, I'll find <sighs> I that. I know. I never know. Okay. So we start off in 2015. Um, I can't believe we're already in 2015 of Michelle I Obama. I just feel like so... I almost like feel like sad that she's about to leave. We're really, really Because trucking. what happens after Michelle Obama leaves is like really... <gasps> Oh my god, I must have just said, what happened? <laughs> yeah. She's blacked it out. <laughs> I totally, totally blacked it out. Okay, this is called Punch Perfect. Love that. Okay. Don't know why it's called that. Um, yeah, I mean, like, pure pure darkness happens after Michelle leaves. So. Yeah, and we're already in 2015, so the darkness oh god, was like, right up to it. Mm-hmm. So terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, All right, so Michelle's yeah. getting her hair done, and she has this amazing hairdresser, and oh, the hairdresser is like... They're having a joke about how she definitely can't wear her natural hair to the DNC. Yeah, she comes in to get her hair done, and it's like textured and curly and she just looks awesome because she's Michelle Obama. I know. And, or she's being portrayed as Michelle Obama and they make a joke that, oh my God, you cannot show up at the DNC to ask for money because they're fundraising Mm -hmm. with your black hair. Yeah. Absolutely Cannot imagine that wasn't an actual awful. conversation. I know. That is it's actual. <laughs> really, it, yeah. But, so then it's like kind of a joke or whatever, and um, then they, they show footage of the actual event, and it's insane. Yes. Um, and I believe this happened, 100%. Oh, this I was is like, like what happened? from the headlines. Yeah, for sure. So Michelle is t- over-talking with like a few other people, and she sees, oh, like a... White woman. White woman, <laughs> like in her however old, coming up to another different black woman saying, oh, Michelle, it's so good to see you. So many things about this. So First of all, intense. what's wrong with white people? Yes. Second. They're the worst. Absolute worst. A white woman? Oh, terrible. Terrible. <laughs> like, I'm allowed to say that because I'm a white woman. Yeah. We're terrible. The worst. Two... How do you not know who the first lady is? Awful. Put your racism aside of thinking all black women look the same. It's Michelle Obama. <laughs> so bad. Like, you just lived in this country for eight years and not know who she yeah, was. It's really, really, really bad. Yeah. So, th- it, luckily, Michelle kind of, like, I mean, because she's amazing and because oh, this perfect. is her life, she kind of, like, laughs it off in this moment. But I yeah. think that what's cool about this episode is there's a lot of flashbacks that show the blatant racism that Michelle Obama faced in her childhood. And so it's sort of, like, how she built this armor to like yeah deal with this insane nonsense that she's had to deal with her whole life so okay then we cut to 1976 election night um results are coming in it's carter versus ford and carter is winning a lot yeah the states (laughs) (laughs) um do you love me some carter can't wait to get to rosalind yeah um yeah, but sad to see Betty go. Oh my god. Yeah, Betty. Betty's upset. I mean, it's like she was. She wanted to make a difference, Betty. I know. And she was making a difference. She was. She did a lot. She was only in there for like two and a half years. Think about it. Yeah, she, she was trying so to make a much. difference, and then she was always stopped and thwarted by Tweedledee, Tweedledee and Tweedledum. I know. So, um, yeah, Carter wins. I was surprised. I didn't know this, but Carter wins so many of the southern <laughs> states. Yeah, I mean, he is from Georgia. So right, right, right. He, like Mississippi, yeah. Alabama. Like, I was just yeah, surprised. Yeah, so he's like realize. a southern boy. Um, yeah. He, I don't really know much about Carter's presidency. I, I mean, it was short. I do know that it was just, he was only a one-term president. 
Um, I think he was he, progressive for the time. I think it was like yeah, yeah, a shock. Yeah. That's why he was out. But uh, you know, I think voters were really dismayed in this election that what's his face, uh, Gerald pardoned Nixon. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And that shit mattered. And I think you know. Biden, if you're listening, Merrick Garland, if you're listening, mm. just remember consequences for people who do bad things in the government. Okay. Just saying. Yeah. Just saying. Elise has dropped a bomb. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think, like, I mean, I don't know if that's, like, the Poland show that that's why he lost, but, yeah, poor Betty. She's, I'm just, I'm more sad for Betty. Like, who cares about Gerald? He'll be fine. He's blonde. No, 100%. Blonde and tall. He's, He'll like, blonde, friend. tall man, white man. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be fine. But, so, um... Ford has to give his, um, what's it called? I forget what it's called. The concession speech? Concession, yeah. yeah. Has to give his concession speech. Excuse me. But Ford has no voice. He's lost his voice entirely. Oh, my God. Because he, I don't know, he's tired. He's exhausted. I've had this happen to me before where it's yeah. like you're just exhausted. You have no voice. First thing that goes. It happens. So Betty has to get up and give the concession speech, oh, which no. I didn't know she was a it? thing. I didn't She's know either. absolutely drunk. Oh, no, um, And Betty. Susan can tell and it appears that Gerald can tell a little bit, but Susan can definitely tell more. Um, I need Gerald like, to pay attention more. I right? mean, man has never been and so the out sons, of... the sons. The sons. Yeah, just pay Wait, attention. Why is this on Susan's shoulders? We need to get Susan on the pod. I'm not even kidding. Susanport at gmail.com. No, she's an icon. <laughs> I know. So, um, so, so Susan... Um, can tell that her mom is not well because she's kind of stumbling over her words. Yeah. I, you know, it would be interesting. I should, like, ask my parents, actually, like, if they, if the American public was noticing it because it, yeah, you know, Michelle Pfeiffer is, like, an unbelievable actress. But, you know, and perhaps It wasn't like, really obvious. Right. And, like, uh, we all know that, like, eventually Betty Ford will come out with, like, having substance abuse issues. And so maybe yeah. I'm seeing it through that lens. But, like, yeah, like... She's tripping up over her words. She's, like, slurring her speech a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't know if the American public noticed or what. But regardless, this is, like, it's just not the time. Yeah. Because she's trying to, like, give a national speech in front of a billion people. Right, right. Um, so that's the end of that. Cut to Betty is doing her last photo shoot in the White House. This is... My favorite scene, I think. Yeah, tell so me far about it. Tell me about it. So Betty is doing a photo shoot. She's like, "Oh, let's just like go to the dining room, whatever." And <laughs> because she's Betty and she's chaotic, she yeah. jumps up. This is a famous photo shoot. Like, if yeah. you Google this, you'll see it. I'll obviously post a picture of it. Um, Betty's just on the dining room table yeah. dancing, state yeah. dining room table dancing away, doing her little dance moves, posing, ballet, whatever. It's the best. And Jerry walks in, and it's just like, he's not shocked by any of it. The photographer's not shocked by any of it. They're yeah. all having a good time. And she, and then she sits down in, like, her little crisscross applesauce, and just, like, she's just, I love her. I know. She's <laughs> I love her so, so much. She is. Um, she's just an agent of chaos, and I, I think she's, like, it showed a little bit of her, um, like, trying to enjoy the sadness and, like, yeah. she's sad she's leaving, but, like, yeah. knows that it was a, such an opportunity and an honor to be a first lady and to live in that place. And it's just, like, her, you know, handling the situation of them losing is, is really, like, with poise and elegance. And, totally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just love her so I much. Know. I know. Never change Betty slash Michelle Pfeiffer. Seriously. Okay. Cut to. Wait, go ahead. Go Sorry. Ahead. Side note. What? Emmy nominations came out. <gasps> Our girls got nominated for nothing. Now, wow. was this the best show? No. Okay, okay, okay Did okay. I secretly hope Michelle Pfeiffer would be nominated? Yes, because I just wanted her to thank Betty. Oh, they did get nominated for, like, costume and period pieces oh, and all okay, that okay, stuff. Okay, Fine, okay, whatever. Okay. Behind the scenes is just works just as hard. But 
I'm really sad Michelle Pfeiffer didn't get nominated for this. Wow, that is surprising. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I awards are trash. Sorry. Oh yeah, no, like, and then to Anna, like, was nominated for a bunch of stuff, but like, it was the same players, like Ted Lasso, Succession, all those. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I mean, okay. I haven't Succession? seen Succession. Yeah, they got nominated for a bunch. I didn't even think that was like a. That like, show comes out every four to six years. I know they just concerned. started filming season four. Thank God. Oh my God. I know Wait, season three. Did I finish season three? I gotta, I gotta you like, would know if you yeah. finished season three. It was great. I fucking love that show so much. Okay, but yeah, I, no, I mean, that's well, I had, a so tra- I had some trauma with that show. Remember? Yeah, it's too much for a rich family. <laughs> no, 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 because I, I watched an entire episode, didn't know what was going on, oh. and then realized that I'd watched it before, which means that, like, I've taken <laughs> no, no information. information. Yeah. It's just disappointing and disappointing. Yeah, I mean, every episode is the same. I don't know it's, why I'm obsessed with that show. I guess show. that's it's why just... I'm like, did I even finish season three? But whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Um, it's fine. But yeah, so they didn't get nominated, so shout out, girls. I'm sorry about that. We love you. Um, we nominate you. You're nominated yeah. in our hearts and souls. No, literally, come to the pod. Like, <gasps> oh, my God. I invite Michelle Pfeiffer. You're literally invited over whenever you want. If Michelle Pfeiffer comes on the live show pod, we'll trash that amazing slideshow we made. Oh, my God, 100%. <laughs> it's just us interviewing her. I know, I know, I know. I know. Okay. okay, so anyway. we're starting that rumor. Michelle Pfeiffer is going to be at our live yeah, show. Yeah, I cannot <laughs> believe Michelle Pfeiffer is coming to Brooklyn. Amazing. <laughs> It's going to be so fun. Okay. We cut to 1940. Okay. Elle walks in with Martha. Um, she's talking to FDR, and the SS Kwanzaa is, um, has a whole bunch of what Jewish is, people I don't remember on any it. of this. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay, so this is a boat that um, FDR could have the ability to say these people are coming here from Europe to escape the Nazis of World War II. Yeah. And FDR does not want to let them in. Yeah. Let's not forget, we're in 1940, so yes. like heavy Hitler time. Yes. Um, Jews are being killed. Yeah. And... FDR, once again, is not stepping up and making a big move and saving the Jewish people by granting them asylum and coming to America. Yeah. Um... Uh, yeah, disgraceful, absolutely terrible. And Eleanor is pissed. Yeah, she's not this happy is the, is this the scene when she not fucked yet, up not, the dinner? Not oh, okay. Yet, not yet. Ooh, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> but she. She, so she's asking for FDR's, like, approval to make sure that these people can come into America safely. Yeah. And he says, no, you don't understand. I can't do that. And then Elle turns to her girl Martha, who's, like, her assistant, and says, don't you worry. I'll figure out a way yeah. to convince him. And so it's, like, absolutely threatening. She goes right to her radio show, obviously, and is, Fucking. like, the SS Kwanzaa needs to be allowed to dock in um, <clears throat> the United States, and here's why. Yeah. Basically talking about things it is just so petty and hilarious because she's basically being like here's what i think the government should do and yeah when like, her betty, husband's the you government. are the government like it's just or not yeah. betty yeah Elle. so anyway so it's pretty shady but we love uh, like that's why we love Els because she's an absolutely petty shady um monster and we love, love her <laughs> yeah. so she goes to her radio show only way you get things done honestly 100 percent all right, cut to 2015. Um, terrible news clips we're seeing of all of the shootings of black boys um, that are, have happened in the last, uh, you know, 2010, 11, 12, yeah. you know. The show did a great job of, like, intercutting the the actual news footage. Yeah, yeah, and mostly, yeah. I guess, with the Obamas and some with Elle. Um that I remember, but uh, just intercutting, like, the actual news that was totally, happening. Yeah. Um, I really liked how they did that. 
Yeah, so Malia and Sasha are in bed watching these footage, and it's just heartbreaking, and they're crying, and I really honestly can't imagine what it must be like to be a black person in America and watch that happen. And then also, you know, to have a black first family who feels kind of like they're not doing enough or or appears that they're not really doing enough or can't help move the progress forward so this isn't happening anymore. Yeah, like, I think we all forget that, like, Black Lives Matter started when we had a black president mm-hmm, because, you know, mm-hmm. everyone loved to be like, oh, racism is over. We hired or yeah, elected no. a black man. Like, okay, you're an idiot. No. <laughs> because Black Lives Matter had to happen during his presidency. Totally. And obviously, totally. I mean, like, this is way before George Floyd and mm-hmm. way before Breonna Taylor. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's still a thing, obviously. It's just Racism's heartbreaking. not gone, yeah. Yeah. I just think that's, like, really... I don't know. You have to remember that because people think, you know, like to say. It well, was I know, over. and I was trying to think because I remember in 2015 mm-hmm. going on a like protest for Trayvon, and I was like, wow, this is like, you know, we really have been, yeah, at this like in a in a really public sort of loud way for, you know, people have been doing it much longer than I have. But oh it's yeah, just a, it's just I know, and it's the same thing. thing with the gun violence. Like, well, yeah. this is the one that's going to make the change. Yeah. This is when the change. I mean, we said that with Uvalde. Nothing mm-hmm. has changed. So yeah. Um, yeah, it's just really fucking disappointment. Yeah. But um, in this scene, Michelle then is remembering a time that her uh, family's car was keyed. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess they were, I don't know where they were at. I guess it was like a white neighborhood or something. Yeah, they were yeah. visiting friends and the car was keyed. And she obviously has a visceral reaction to it as a teenager seeing that. And her dad's like, oh, it happens. You know, like he's like mm-hmm. a little more chill about it, I guess, trying to calm the family. But, you know, I, I think that scene was just to show like this is content. This has happened. Yeah. No matter whether you're just Michelle from the South Side or Michelle the First Lady. Right, right, right. And, like, the powerlessness of being a black person in America. Like, yeah. Like, even in the highest spot. It doesn't the, change know, that people still only see you as a black exactly, person. Yeah. yeah. So we cut to 1946. Um, Hick comes out of her studio. Um, Let's never forget. She's a sweet setup. <laughs> they surprises L and is like, "Oh my god, I'm here!" And I'm like, "Okay, how are you surprising her? Do you have to walk through her?" Yeah, you're a railroad like, apartment. This is not a surprise, Hick. She so knows you're in the closet. Oh, no. So Hick says, Ooh, that, "What a metaphor!" Oh, and no, I literally wrote, "Hick comes out of the closet." I was like, "Oh, okay." Like, <laughs> are Showtime? So clever. I know exactly. Um, she, so Hicks like Eleanor, we have seven hours together. Together, let's hang out. And Eleanor's like, "How could we Hick, hang out?" Ellen's if- trying to save the Jewish people. <laughs> See, I knew this is what you were gonna say, but I'm also like, I get Hicks' point. Like, I'm like, listen, you listen. We need to. Everybody needs to take a break. Okay, we all need I know, to take I know, a I'm sorry, break. Toxic work culture. Yeah, Elise, I, I know. knew that's how I'm, you were gonna take that. Oh God, I'm it. a sick person. Yeah, I'm trying to get Elle to save the Jewish people, and she just, <laughs> she can't. She can't do it all on her own when her husband's the president. I know. If her husband won't do anything, what is she? really supposed to do yeah and she has Sorry, seven hours she's seven hours with her actual one true love so says showtime it's yeah. like why can't she just take seven hours to chill but she can because no, she's, she's so stressed no you're I right know, i know and, Hick and hicks, had dinner hicks not had about happy about it no. she's like don't she, she says to her don't you talk about anything else she says okay this i is know like looking in a mirror <laughs> really upset at like every Sorry, boyfriend that broke up with him he's like oh god okay. he's like he's like stop talking about she's that. like she's like I know how your husband and your children must feel that's what she that's, says I mean knife I know in the heart I know Hick. those are some deep cutting words I know poetry. I know she loves Taylor Swift no seriously um, Hicks amazing but uh, but she does have I mean obviously Eleanor's work life balance is terrible off. it's bad 
Yeah, she has a My Day blog. I like, know. She talks about her day. Too much. You have to be so freaking productive to every day be able to write about what you did that day. You know what I mean? That's a really excellent point. But, That's like, a really like, like, you, like yeah. I'm trying to like my like, day yesterday. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, literally. Like, what did I do yesterday? You it's can't so write about that. Do. Yeah. No, I went no. on a. I tried to go on a walk. What? <laughs> That's crazy. It was. Yeah, you day. have to have some like real, real activity happening. Right, and Eleanor did, and Hick is not happy about her work life yeah. balance. She's not wrong. Hick's not wrong. No, but um. But Elle is determined to do something about this ship. And so this is also why we love Elle, because she is a determined woman who's yeah. going to make change. So she's at a dinner party. They're oh, throwing another a dinner agent party. Of chaos another in. agent of chaos. They're throwing a dinner party. Who's at this dinner party? I don't even know. Do you know? I don't know. Some people, fancy maybe people. like, uh, yeah, I don't know. People that like could influence. People, I think there was yeah. a journalist at one point. Is oh, in there, yeah, 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 a photographer yeah. You're right. Too, you're right. You're on. Because she references. Um, uh, like the war photography that's happening in, over in Europe, but I absolutely love this scene. So they sit yeah. down, and Elle is just like super casual. Um, she puts all the on the plates instead of like name tags or seating charts, photos <laughs> of Jewish refugees. All of the people on the SS Kwanzaa. Yeah. So like you know, person A comes and sit down. They're like, oh, who's this child? And she's like, oh, that's a Jewish person. We could say it, but my husband won't. Chaos. Like. I mean, is it giving me ideas for Thanksgiving? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is it giving me <laughs> how I'm going to ruin Christmas? Right. Yes. yes. Like, uh, inspiration is what's happening. So, Mom, if you're listening, like, get ready. There, do you have a printer? Like, get yeah, ready for some photos. Elise is going to Staples. Do, are they open on Christmas Eve? Yeah. Are they open on Christmas Eve? <laughs> there will be photographic evidence of our crumbling democracy around the table. That's all I'm saying. But anyway, so Eleanor is inspiring the world and me. Um, I love this. And she's calling FDR on his bullshit in front of everyone. And FDR is such a fucking coward. And he's like, oh my God, we like, we got to stop it. Like, everyone chill out. Like, I'm not going to do this. Yeah, he's, um, like, he's like, oh, I didn't think we were going to talk about work tonight. And I was like, it's all I do. My yeah. day. Hashtag my day. <laughs> Hashtag my day. Hashtag she I am says to him, how can you be so utterly complacent? Knife. In. To FDR. I mean, the knifing is happening with, like, the verbal carnage in this episode. It's Amazing. unbelievable. <laughs> verbal and visual carnage. And that was crazy. I, I love it. It's no, like, it's true. But then, and then, what does FDR do in the next scene? Oh, Later I don't know. I was going to say, Sarah tells her to be, um, restrained. Just to restrain herself. Sarah which, like, says shut that. Shut the fuck up, and Sarah. Then, what does FDR do? Next thing he does, he gets Anna, who <gasps> Anna's now become his personal assistant. Oh, yes, yes. Anna Eleanor Roosevelt, gmail.com, becomes personal assistant. Um... <laughs> and he says, I want you to call Lucy. Are men okay? What? <laughs> are men okay? PSA to the white men, are you okay? Yeah. Your <laughs> wife just ruined your dinner <laughs> by making you supposedly should feel really bad about the Jewish people you're not saving from an actual lunatic. Yes. And your only thought in all this is, mm, maybe I'll go sleep with my mistress. FDR, I need you. <laughs> it's bad. It's really bad. It's I'm sorry really, for really all bad. the times I publicly said I like Franklin because I do like him. I do. Ugh, he's so complicated. I hate him. I hate him this episode. I like, know this episode. Are bad. you okay? It's bad. It's bad. It's really bad. I'm so stressed out. I'm like sweating because I'm so stressed. <laughs> okay, it's 102. We can't have air conditioning on during the pod because of our recording. Yeah, does anyone live in a pre-war apartment on the sixth floor? It gets hot. <laughs> I mean, it's a sensual Does anyone have a recording studio? Elise and I, we just don't want to eat Pizza Hut off towels, and we want to record. We need air conditioning that's quiet. <laughs> okay. We're never going to survive this ever. It's okay. the apocalypse. No. So Lucy has changed her name, obviously, because she's a Mary Reed. 
But oh, Anna, right, she is married at this point, but Anna's going to figure out. Anna Anna's calls her. Oh, no. Anna calls her, and Lucy has a big old grin on her face. She says, I will be there. I will come to FDR. Lucy, Ooh, I need you to bad. chill, too. Are you okay? No. Uh, no, Lucy's not okay, but I'm not going to blame Lucy in this situation. It's obviously No, I blame FDR, FDR obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Franklin's as a mess. It's crazy. So, okay, now, next, we're hanging back in Hicks' studio. And did you notice what Eleanor had next to her? Oh, my God, no. What? Something ridiculous. Can I guess? Yeah. A car, like a taxidermy something. No. Oh. (laughs) Think back to last episode. Think about the ridiculous. The teacup! Giant teacup! (laughs) Did you all see that teacup? She had a giant teacup to the end of her. I was just as shocked seeing it for the second time. I guess. (laughs) I had to re-record it on my TV because I went, oh, my God. (laughs) The props so people big. in this show, I have so many They're questions. trolling us. They're, They're trolling, trolling us. us. I know. So they, so there's a giant teacup next to Eleanor. She doesn't actually drink out of it because I'm convinced that actually Jillian Anderson's hands can't hold it. They, <gasps> they are not big enough to hold it. I love it. So she's telling her um, about the party and blah, 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 blah. And it's weird because Hick before was like work-life balance, but now Hick is like trolling her and is like, Elle, why can't you do more? And Elle's like, I'm trying. And then Hick's like, okay, well. Yeah, I mean, Hick, make up your mind. Like, you're stressing this lady out. I know, it's a lot. So anyway. so Love is complicated, man. (laughs) So complicated. (laughs) It's so complicated. And also like, why does Hick have a twin size bed was the other question I had. Like, can we get this girl at least a double? Right, but she's in a closet, you know? I know, but you can do it. Do they have double beds back then? Like, you have a a double size bed. I do, too. That's true. Yeah, of course they did. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. I I just, like... Step up. Do you need the bar cart, Hick, is what my question is. Like, do you need that? I know. She had to fit a lot in that. I'm sure there was a bookcase in there somewhere, too. I know. Bookcase. Elle Elle has, like, a desk set up. For her. She's always sitting at the desk. Like, go in your room. Your room is giant. Go sit in there. Why are you always meeting in the closet? Yeah, I know. I mean, the, like, symbolism. It's yeah. so dark. It's so crazy. Okay, so then we cut to 1941, and in my head, we were in Hyde Park, New York. I put cut to Hyde Park, too. Were we not in Hyde Park? No, I thought, listen, I thought we were going to Hyde Park to see FDR and Lucy engage in some type oh, no, of situation. Oh, no, but darkness is happening. Absolute darkness, Lise. What's the darkness? Sarah is dying. Sarah Roosevelt is dying. Um, the matriarch of the Roosevelt family. I know, but I like can't help but think Elle wasn't sad about it. Of course she was. I think she was sad. Yeah. But that's only because um, Sarah reveals at the very last moment of her life, which FDR was not around at, so I don't understand what oh. he's doing. Wait, what does she reveal? I don't remember any of this. She reveals <laughs> that he, she's yeah. glad that her extraordinary husband yeah. met an extraordinary wife. That is... So sweet. I know. Wow. And Sarah was like holding in the compliments to the very last. Okay. What a lovely last <laughs> word to say to somebody. I know. I know. I know. I know. If someone well, does not say that to me. But that's like a little late, you know? Like you should have said that like, I don't know, whatever, like 45 years ago maybe? Yeah. I know. Wouldn't have been helping when you weren't like forcing them to stay married when right. Elle was like, oh my God, fuck this. Right. <clears throat> so she, so finally Elle, after all these years, gets the approval from Sarah that she's always wanted. Yeah. Which like for Elle, I'm like actually happy about yeah, that. Yeah. That's nice closure for them, I guess. Nice closure. Yeah. But then Sarah just died. So, like, R.I.P. Yeah. So sad. Okay. 2015. <laughs> right. Cut to um, Tuskegee. I didn't realize that this school was founded by Booker T. Washington. What an absolute gem of a person. So exciting. Wait, what school was? Tuskegee University. Oh, was it? I didn't know yeah. that. So, we have Elle in the last episode flying with the Tuskegee Airmen who were, like, who was a, it was a traditionally black college, um, and it... It was, like, a really good school. And Tuskegee now, in 2015, has emailed Michelle asking them to do her, the commencement speech. Right, right, right. And it flashes back to Michelle's high school experience. And this scene 
made me so mad. Like, I really was so mad. Yeah. Michelle goes in to meet with her guidance counselor in high school. <gasps> oh, yeah. And she, okay. like, has all these amazing recommendations and her grades and all of this and says, like, I want to apply to Princeton. And, of course, the absolute racist guidance counselor is, like, you're not really Princeton material. Yeah. And she's, like, can you please tell me why I'm not Princeton material? <sighs> and she's, like, uh, I, I just don't think it's, like, the culture yeah. of the school. I mean, what the I'm sorry. Fuck? If you were a guidance counselor, like... Can you not be so microaggressive in your racism? Like, mm-hmm. why are you in that job? No, I know. I and hate like, when I see people who are supposed to be helpful blatantly racist. Like, nurses or doctors. <laughs> or like, and, like, I know that's, like, a really obvious statement. But, like... No, it's just, like, just how like, often are you seeing that? I think it's yeah, I think it's, like, stories you hear of, like... <laughs> no, it's like, true, it's true, it's true. You know, just, like, these... And it's, like, I don't think they're... Do- I mean, this woman was an asshole. But, like, sometimes it's not even done on purpose so much. I know. But, but like... it's, like, get a different job then. Like, yeah, you like, if aware, you were just not there to help every last person that... Wa- a, a child that walked through your doors... And someone Don't is, be a teacher. Someone as unbelievable as Michelle Obama. Yes. I mean, Michelle Obama as a high schooler, can you imagine? Right, it's not like Unreal. some, like, stoner, like, loser is coming totally. up like, I want to go to Princeton. Like, obviously, say, like, get the fuck out. Yeah. But, like, Michelle Obama? I know. Stop. No, it's just, she's unbelievable. Oh, it's so frustrating. Yeah. So she, it's, it's just a really, like, you know, just a really, um, troubling scene. And Michelle, of course, she does go to Princeton, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. So she does go to Princeton and she does go to law school afterwards. But I guess the whole thing about why this flashed back was that Michelle never felt like she had examples of black men or women really yeah. who were in these like higher elite um, positions of power. And so she, so the people that were trying to, you know, she had to kind of create her own space for this type, like archetype of a person. Yeah. And I guess that's like what um, the Tuskegee. Uh, email comes in to speak at the commencement and her assistant right away says like I told them you don't have time because basically at the time um, the Obamas were taking and I don't really remember this but the Obamas were taking the sort of like less is more approach when it came to speaking out again about like the the violence towards black people yeah her and Brock have this great scene where they're yeah. discussing it and he's like you know we got to be more chill about it we have to be restrained yes. again he's looking at it with the political lens whatever I'm rolling my eyes you can't see yeah um and Michelle is like no fuck this we need to be forceful and right. I obviously side with her yeah um, and so part of the reason that that she just, her assistant right away was like, you probably don't want to do that speaking engagement is because speaking at a primarily black college connotes the idea that we're going to talk about issues facing black people, black young people today. Mm -hmm. And this is something that Barack and Michelle haven't really spoken publicly about. So Michelle... Which is insane though, because Barack on the campaign trail, he gives that great speech about race. Um, it was before he was elected, so I maybe that is where the he felt were the different. Then, yeah. yeah, but it's just like you've spoken about this before, so mm-hmm. like I just oh god, I really just hate these men aren't like showing up to the moment ever, and like that's the theme for this show and these men <laughs> and like, like now and like politics. Yeah, <laughs> just like men in general. Yeah, um, yeah, and like in this episode, especially Michelle, she just keeps like. No, like, we need to discuss this, and I'm going to give this speech. And, yeah, I think the representation matters, and young black people seeing her talk is really important. I mean, Mm -hmm. like, all of us have that version of seeing a likeness Mm -hmm. do something that we think we can't do. I mean, that goes from everything, like, yeah, it's just, you know, even as a white woman, I see Mm -hmm. people that may look like me in movies or or campaigns, Mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, my God, that, like, is inspiring. So I can't, if I feel that way, or, like, a woman present, you know, like, how that would have felt, I can't imagine what black people feel like when they see people like Michelle talk. So she, she understands this. 
no one else allows yes. that to happen. But she is like, I'm going to do the speaking engagement. And her assistant's like her. shocked, yeah. but she's like, I'm going to do it. And she does it, and you see it, and it's just Of course, awesome. it's great and perfect. Um, and, of course, like, intermittently, there's a flashback cut back and forth to her talking to her mother about how unfair yeah. um, it is that people don't think that black women can achieve, like, the greatness of anyone else. Yeah. Um, okay. Cut to 1978. This last little chunk. Wow. Last little scene. So Betty finally makes it to Cali. Betty is in Palm Springs, California. If you remember, the very first scene we see of Betty, she's dancing around, Mm -hmm. very excited to retire to California. All the way back in episode one. Yeah, but then Gerald gets, like, elected to House Speaker or whatever because of Nixon's chaos. Yeah. Um, So she finally made it to California. She's decorating the house. Our girl's decorating. She's decorating the house. She's just... Planted like, lime trees for her marks. Oh, it's like, like so good. That's life. It's amazing. Um, but she is like the these first few scenes of her in the house and kind of like getting used to her life in California. She's by herself. Gerald is like away a lot, um, and it's like a bummer. You know what I mean? Um, they get into like a small fight at one point, and she's like, "You're always away." And then my favorite yeah. scene of maybe the whole show right now, like ever, yeah. is her sitting in, like, a somewhat empty house in Palm Springs with a margarita in her hand, and the... Did you have it? Can I talk about it? Seth portrait alert? The portrait. I want that in my house. I want it so bad, Elise. I want it so bad. There is... I would <laughs> take down my gallery wall and just put a picture of that portrait. Okay, so let me just... It's iconic. <laughs> I love that we noticed the same thing. You're so, a <laughs> Same vibe. No, exactly. We get it. So the house is nearly empty. Betty, cocktail Too busy drinking sitting in like one comfy chair but over the fireplace is an enormous picture of Betty herself. I mean Iconic. She deserves that. To have you a know? ball with <laughs> to have a self-portrait of yourself. I mean I just love it. I love everything about it. Deserves to have that self-portrait. Yeah. And it's my favorite it's not family ridiculous portrait you know no, those no, like no. paintings. It's just her and Jer. No. Just, just her being iconic. Love it. Just, just Betty. She's like, yeah, we're just going to hang this. Is this a family house? Yes. Yeah. But is this my room? Yes. <laughs> and I will hang the portrait of just me. And am I the only one apparently in this house? Yeah. Yes. So she, Betty's not happy though because she feels but lonely all the time. I know. Gerald was supposed to retire, but he's a former president. He's, I imagine, speaking engagements. I don't really know what he did. So much post-presidential yeah, yeah, life. But, you know, he's a busy guy. I get it. And she's a little, a little lonely and pissed. Because yeah. she said you were supposed to retire and you're traveling too much. This it's, isn't retirement when you're gone half the time. 100%. And so she goes to sleep that night after sort of posing next to her portrait. And she hears... Wakes up because of a disco. Wakes up because of a disco. No, I'm going to assume... This was a gay disco happening. You think? I don't know. I just got the vibe that there was, like, fabulous gay men, and she was like, get me to this party. Yeah. I mean, it was definitely a disco, so it doesn't really matter. Because yeah. disco... No, people were, like, having a blast. Just an absolute blast. But my, my confusion was, was this a neighbor, or just, a neighbor. were they in her house? Oh! I thought the same thing. I was, so like, I was like, why is there a party going on at your house you don't even know about? I was like, why is she shocked that these people are in her backyard? I was confused. So it's, like, no, a neighbor No, I think it's something. her neighbor, okay. and I think she doesn't really know them, but she's annoyed that they're too loud, so she gets out of bed. I don't know if she was already in a night dress yeah. or in or if her nightgown just looks amazing. Fabulous nightgown. But yeah. she goes to the party and she's every, ready to party. Yeah, and everybody's like, "Oh my god, it's Betty Ford. We were wondering when we were going to see you." This is something out of a dream. And she makes if best friends. I was having a party, a yeah. disco. 
and Betty Ford showed up. So that, I, I mean, literally, Ford is forever dreams. Yeah, like, like that's, that's it. if I can manifest anything, it's hundred percent. So she shows up to this party. They're all so happy to see her, obviously, because it's Betty. She's an oh icon, God. and so she starts to party with them. Amazing montage happens. She Incredible is party after party montage. after party. Like yes, fabulous outfits. Fabulous houses. Oh, amazing Fabulous houses. Music. And again, this is the 70s, so like, whoa. Shit is going oh, down. Sheesh. Style is amazing. Music is great. Yeah. Houses are perfect. Yes. She's having the time of her she's life. She's having the well, best time. I don't know well, if she's truly happy. Actually, that's yeah. right. So she appears to be having a good time. Yes. But what's going on on the inside, probably deep darkness. Oh my God, deep darkness. So many the thing about drinking. Betty is that at these parties, she is not in any capacity sober, from what I understand. She <gasps> yeah. is No, I'm getting the vibe. She's very heavily. drunk. She's trying to kind of like... Maybe self medicate a little bit in order to manif- manage, yeah, her own pain and the pain of the fact that her husband is gone a lot. So there's a lot of things that she's trying to sort of self medicate with going out all the time. Yeah, I mean, hello, we've all been in college, like we've all been there. Yes, you know no, I mean? I mean, we've ha- we've had those stretches of time where you're just like, whoa, I'm like going out too much, I'm yeah. drinking too much. It all yeah. happens. Yeah. Um, and then like, uh, my last note is not my Betty. No. <laughs> Not our What happens Betty. to Betty? No. Not our She Betty. gets home from a party and she trips and falls. I mean, what a traumatizing last scene. And Absolutely. I know the series, there's more episodes, but I haven't seen them, so I don't know what happens. I, I didn't either. watch ahead. I know. Um, yeah, she hits, and I mean, you assume she hits her head or face or something, but she's yeah. down. So, like, I think shit's going to get real. Yes. She's going to know there's a problem. Yes. Susan's probably going to find her because she's, she's the only her. one that I'm pays attention. I'm pretty sure Susan finds her. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> only one who's paying attention. Jer's out traveling. Yeah. Um... Yeah, poor Betty, it's darkness, man. Yeah. So this was, like, kind of a dark ep. Yeah, once again, we had, like, yeah. gun violence to, to black violence. Um, to Betty's self-violence. Betty's drinking, self-violence, Betty's yeah. drinking too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ella's trying to save the Jews. It's no one's helping crazy. her. I yeah. know. There's a lot of, it's a lot of. Dark things happening. Yeah. But I'll tell you what isn't dark. Um, June, July 30th. <laughs> I keep saying June, July 30th. 7 p.m. Easy Lover, Brooklyn. We are so excited. Um, Michelle Viber's going to be there probably. Yeah. From what I understand, <laughs> that's what she's told us. Rumor on the street. <laughs> that's like that 30 Rock episode. Have you ever seen the 30 no, Rock I remember. episode? Where Kenneth is like having a party and then like they, he, like they, um, Tracy Jordan wants to like help him get people there. So yeah. he like makes up all these lies that all these people are All right, this there. is us trying <laughs> to sell the live show. <laughs> and then Tracy Jordan like starts to believe his own lies and like goes to the party. It's so good. Oh my God. Oh, that's amazing. That anyway. show is brilliant. I don't, did it age well or does it not matter? Um, I think it's just that there's just so many jokes that if there is like an untasteful joke it's yeah. like you you don't like forget it's about fine, it so yeah. quickly I, I don't know I've so just good. like I've seen every episode like 16 times and yeah. I could still hear new jokes in that yeah episode. yeah yeah oh Absolutely. All right. Well, we love you all. Um, we Like we said, we'll have Chiclet City, which is a bonus up next week. And then the week after, we're going to try and put our live show um, on the record. Yeah, I think But it might great. be... We'll hear hard. how it sounds. Hopefully. We'll Hopefully we'll, we'll record yeah, it. Yeah, but it no, doesn't matter okay. because we'll see you all in person. Yeah. We'll see You're you all, all going to be there. Person. Oh, my God. We're so excited. We're so glad. We can't wait. All right. We love you. Bye. Stay, stay hydrated. hydrated. <laughs>